Almond, did you get tickets for uh, No Time to Die? Uh, yeah, still a bit of a sore spot there. Before and after yeah. movies, uh, most anticipated film, of course, getting delayed with everything else. Yeah, exactly. But as you, as you were saying right before we came on air, there's there's things that are more important. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, Anthony and I, you know, true to the social distancing warning right now, we're doing this one remote. Yeah, um, so this I'm is at a my bit place, of a... he's at his. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a new experiment, the sort of COVID at home special, as if you will. Yeah, everyone's just craving podcast content, so we couldn't say no to this, right? Yeah, exactly. But uh, as you were saying, uh, just because COVID's here and we're stuck at home, that doesn't mean we can't, you know, get it, get on a call with each other and talk and talk about some good movies. Yeah, so let's get started here. This is before and after the movies. A bit of a different um, approach to today's episode. Um, mm-hmm. We don't uh, we don't really have a movie picked out, so we figured we'd go through our various streaming platforms and kind of discuss one, uh, maybe jot down some quick notes, and then get into the uh, the usual formula here. Yeah, exactly. We still won't have seen the movie, but we figured so many people are at home right now, probably debating with their friends and loved ones what they're going to watch. So we thought we'd get in on that as well. Yeah, for sure. So without further ado, Anthony, let's uh, let's take a look at what we got here. For sure. Yeah, I've got a few little. Uh, streaming platforms open here. I got Disney Plus. I got Prime. I got Netflix. I'm well stocked. How are you looking over there? Uh, I got Prime and and Netflix. You know I don't have Disney Plus. You just had to slide that one in. Eh? Yeah, exactly. It is what it is. Though we can't all have it, right? Um, so there's a. <laughs> just before we go in here, I wanted to just um, not to dampen the mood or anything, but I've got a list here of movies that have been either delayed or indefinitely delayed or production halted <sighs> due to the COVID <laughs> outbreak. Um, so I just want to get like a little a little one sentence gauge of anticipation from you on every single movie here and how upset you are that it's going to be delayed. Okay. Yeah, like this go. All right. No time to die. Very very disappointed. I was looking forward to it. I rewatched all the Craig movies in anticipation and now I'm very disappointed. <laughs> I know it was about to come out and like we'd have our tickets by now and everything. It was was it April yeah. 5th, I think it was. Yeah, April I think our 10th, producer was like thinking of flying in for that one too. <laughs> yeah. Black Widow. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty disappointed. I think yeah. the, I think Trailer 2 actually really hooked me. I don't usually watch Trailer 2, but I kind of had to for Black Widow, and it, it had me excited. I love David Harbour. Yeah, and it just it looked like it was going to be fun. I think the MCU, they've sort of, they exploded all their hype and anticipation and build, and now it's just kind of rebubbling at the very bottom. So these movies mm-hmm. don't have as much pressure, maybe, as the ones coming yeah, out yeah. were, and it's time to just oh, build exactly. a new story from the ground up, right? So I was looking forward yep. to it. Uh, Fast Nine, a full year couldn't, delayed. Couldn't care less. Couldn't care. Less. <laughs> I was really looking forward to it. That movie could come out in 2020 and 2021, and like three years from now, you wouldn't even know the difference. Yeah, fair enough. They just sort of they sort of drift in and out of your life. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, genuinely was no pun intended. A Quiet Place Part Two. Uh, like moderately disappointed. I was actually. Like that kind of post-apocalyptic monster thing, like I think it's very intriguing. I love the world, so I was excited to see what uh what they could do and what Killian Murphy could bring as well. Yeah, I think like John Krasinski is such a likable guy, so I feel like they did a good job of like who's the other most likable guy that we could possibly put in this movie? Who's <laughs> also devilishly devilishly handsome. Uh, next one, Mulan, which I've heard may be direct to streaming. Um. I wasn't going to watch it anyways. Uh, yeah, so, I've been hearing good things. I mean, I, I, I wasn't going to pay to watch it. I'd wait for it to come out on streaming and then use yeah, all my services. Fair. But I think yeah. if they are going to experiment with a big movie, put it straight to streaming, that'd probably be a good one to hedge your bets on. Well, that's actually one of my questions. So just to jump in here is, will mm-hmm. are we going to get a blockbuster released on uh, streaming or video on demand? Yeah, I think Mulan will be. I think they're going to go through with it. I just got a feeling about it. I think Disney, now yeah. that they're so heavily in the stream game, I think they could use yeah. a big movie 
to sort of promote Disney Plus with. So if any studio is going to hop on the straight to streaming thing, I think Disney will be like at the front of the queue. Um, yeah, and I, I know so Disney I Plus has a, it. they have a, a seven day free trial. Maybe they'll just get rid of that. You know, they have to have a barrier to entry, right? Yeah, I mean, what they would They got to make some if, money on it. Right, so yeah, if they put it on Disney Plus, but you also maybe had to pay, like it was a paid option, that mm-hmm, would be mm-hmm. unfortunate, but they got, it's, I'm sure that movie costs like 200 mil, so I'm fine yeah. with paying for it. It's just like, I don't want to see it 26.99. I'm just not down for that. <laughs> what What would you think if um, maybe A Quiet Place 2 released on video on demand or streaming, mm-hmm. but it was priced like a uh, one of your favorite pay-per-view fights? It was a $50 price. Would you do it? <sighs> no, I wouldn't. And I, I get the the argument is that, well, if you took the whole family out to go see it, then you'd be paying exactly. you know, over 50 and I, exactly. I I get that we have to pay more. That's fine. For Bond, I think my limit would be thirty bucks. Really? Eh? Yeah. I just think. But you have no fair. you have no problems shelling out like seventy five from McGregor. Yeah, but it's just it's a different business model. It's like from the ground up, it's just so different. It's not like I can usually go see Conor McGregor fight for ten bucks in a theater, and they're doing it. Yeah. It's just so different. I can't really compare. Um, but uh, yeah, okay, I, I having going. said that, I think UFC is ridiculously overpriced, and I usually will try and go see it at a restaurant like a Boston Pizza if I can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shout out Boston Pizza. <laughs> All right, let's continue down the list here. Uh, this one I just thought was kind of funny. New Mutants. <laughs> Oh god, delayed for like little the movie. Third, third or fourth time. It's cursed. Yeah. Like, what are they shot? They shot in like 2015, I think. Something like that, yeah. And then they <laughs> reshot it and added a, a CGI mutant. But I think that one is pretty nailed on for direct streaming at this point. Yeah, I think might as well, right? Just toss it on there. It'll get yeah. way more views on Disney Plus than it would ever in the theater. Ever. I agree. Totally agree. And that would be a great movie for them to put on, like get people kind of back in the X-Men mood. Um, mm-hmm, and yeah, apparently, get them back on that superhero train. Yeah, I read that Disney is trying to distance them, like Disney Plus, as being because people still think of it as kind of like a kids platform. Because obviously, mm-hmm, most of mm-hmm. Disney's content is family friendly. But if they want to be like a dominant streaming force, they have to have you know, Mandalorian was a good start, but they need to kind of yep. embrace that darker side and have those kind of more adult movies uh, if they want to like yeah. really compete. And it's almost like Amazon Prime is the exact opposite right now. Like I'm watching Hunters and like. That movie is so gore, or that show, sorry, is so gory and dark. And it's like, you go through yeah. Amazon Prime's catalog and it's just like, everything's like 18 plus, man. <laughs> yeah. And it's cool. I like it. I like Amazon yeah. Prime. I haven't really, like, I've had it for a while, but there's so many good shows in there I haven't got to. I'm just, I'm finishing up Stranger Things season three. Then I'm oh. going to do Ozark because I've never seen it. Then Yeah, I'm people are Hunters. buzzing over season three of uh, Ozark. Yeah, just like I'm finally back into TV and I'm just, I'm shredding episodes right now. So I'm happy about that. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Um, I don't want to dampen the podcast anymore, but I got a really bad one here that's going to really upset you. Okay. Peter Rabbit 2. <laughs> fuck, dude. I thought I honestly thought you were going to say Tenant, and I was like, how the fuck did I miss that news? I was actually bracing <laughs> no. for it. I was like, please don't no, say I Tenet. Wish, please don't I say Tenant. I wish Tenet. this was Tenant. Oh, my God. <laughs> I really yeah. hope Tenant. I, I, hope I hope we get some sort of normalcy back um, by July for Tenant. Yeah, Tenant would be a nice movie to like get back into the theaters for for sure. Because I yeah, just crush that the IMAX showing. Being in an auditorium, I miss the popcorn. I miss everything, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Week two, Anthony fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right, next, next up. You might not be as as into this one, but I'm. I was looking forward to watching this, and I think this could be another straight to streaming. Spiral from the Book of Saw. Ooh, yeah, it's Blumhouse as well, isn't it? Yep, exactly. And yeah, it stars Samuel L. Jackson. Wow, well, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I could see it going streaming. For some reason, I feel like 
I feel like because Chris Rock is a producer as well, I feel like he's going to be super stingy about it. He's like, no, mm. the Haskell Theaters. My movie, yeah. Haskell Theaters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't put in theaters, it's going to be hell to pay. There we go. Uh, next up, it hasn't been delayed yet, but I'm sure it will be because production's completely down. On a, yeah, So now these are movies that are still filming that have been delayed, and most likely their delay, uh, dates will be mm-hmm. pushed back. Uh, so I'll, I'll keep this fast. The Batman. Yeah. Um, Matrix 4. Uncharted. Oh, oh no. I love how I'm just getting noises from you now. Uh, Jurassic World 3. Shang-Chi <laughs> and the Legend of the Ten Rings or whatever it's called. You know what? I'm sure that movie's actually be pretty good. So I've, yeah, that, that is I, I feel bad because I know they want this movie to be big and a big success. Mm-hmm. And it's great to see mm-hmm. an Asian superhero leading a big movie. So hopefully that, that gets back pretty soon. Uh, and then MI7. Oh, that's shitty. I just watched MI6 the other day too. Yeah. It was actually filming in Italy, like right in one of the hubs apparently where it's now oh, crazy. Wow. So good thing they shut down i heard rumors that they're gonna push back the immortals and give that slot to black widow oh okay that would make sense uh, anyway one, one woman got or not, yeah one woman got pushed back to august so oh no <laughs> i i know you hate one Woman. i really enjoyed it yeah it, it, no i didn't hate it. I, it it was like a 6.5 out of 10 for me i didn't see what all the whole movie was about but i you know what i've only seen it once in theater so maybe i need to give it another go yeah give it another go i mean we got time to kill right now all right, speaking of which, I think, yeah, let's hop into some of these platforms. You want to start with Netflix and see what's cooking? Sure. Okay, I'm just logging in here. I'm seeing Tiger King right off the bat. Oh, uh, have you seen it? No, I haven't seen any of it. I haven't seen any of it either. Dare we? Mm, I'd rather do a movie if we can. Yeah, okay, yeah, same, same. Uh, oh, okay, so I'm seeing Rampage. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn, I didn't even know that was on Netflix. Okay, you got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just looking at the charts here. Life of the Party, Melissa McCarthy. Oh, bars. hell yes. <laughs> oh, no, this looks so bad. A divorced and dedicated housewife hits the reset and enrolls in the same university as her daughter to get her degree oh, and live God. the full Starring. college experience. Who's the uh, who's the male lead that starts to hit on her? Uh, the other senior character. Jason Statham. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, Maya Rudolph's I, in it. Maybe for some reason, I can, see, like, I can see like Chevy Chase as the professor. <laughs> now, I'm telling you here. I do classes <laughs> online now. <laughs> All these kids in their Facebooks and Twitters. <laughs> uh, Killer Elite, Robert De Niro. And oh, I just Taylor. looked at Haven't you seen that movie? <laughs> I saw it in theaters. Could not tell you one thing that happens. Yeah, just you stay like, on Netflix. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i hop into Disney Plus and I'll, I'll fire some things at you. Okay, sounds good. The Clone Wars, the final season. Down. <laughs> I've seen everything on Disney Plus. Yeah, I, I'm going through <laughs> Netflix right now and like... Oh, I actually haven't seen Get Out, but I know you have. You haven't seen that still, eh? Yeah. Yeah, that would not be a before and after for me. I can probably recite it. <laughs> well, we could do 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. I watched 20 minutes of it with my roommate, and then we passed out. <laughs> it was awful. You get your good da- dose of Dave Franco, though. I know you like him. Oh, I do like Dave Franco. Oh, Recess we- is on Disney+. Plus. Hold on, man. I'll be right back. We could watch The Post, Meryl Streep, and Tom Hanks. Seen it in theaters. Wow. I saw it with my friend and we both loved it. I haven't seen Jurassic World 2. Have you seen that? You've never seen it? No, I haven't seen that one. I've seen it. It's actually awful. It's so bad. Is it really, hey? Yeah. Uh, it's it's not on here, but I'm just wondering, have you seen uh, Glass? No, I haven't seen that. I wanted to, and I heard it was terrible, and then I just never watched I didn't want to ruin um, Split. Yeah. I wonder if it's I love, on any platforms. Isle of Dogs, you seen that one? I have not, no. 
good. A Wes um, Anderson before and after the movies, though. Oh, Glass. Oh no, Split is on uh, Netflix, but Glass isn't. Uh, oh, dude, I'm getting into the depths of Netflix right now. Have you seen this new The English Game? It looks really good. It's set in the 1800s from the creator of Downton Abbey, and it's basically about how soccer like became a professional like sport and like how it became established and stuff. That yeah, it looks cool. real. It's a six episode miniseries. It's just right up your alley. Yeah, only the entitled will win the cup. Oh, how about Everest? I've seen it theaters. God. Damn it. I'm hopping into Prime now. You seen Beautiful Boy with Steve Carell and Timothy Chalamet, whatever his name is? No, I saw the trailer for it's, that. It looks like kind of Oscar Beatty. Not very good. I thought it was really good. Just bring your tissue box. Yeah. How about The Last Stand starring Arnold Schwarzenegger? I've seen that. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> I, I feel like you've legit seen every Arnold movie. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Shakespeare in Love. Saw that in like English, grade 10. <laughs> <laughs> Manchester by the Sea. Have you seen that? Yeah, I did. I saw it in theaters. It's so good. Oh, Amazon Prime is just banging. I really. Last time I looked, their movies were pretty meh. Adventureland, John Wick 2, Zodiac, Into the Wild, Knocked Up, Up in the Air, Ex Machina, No Country for Old Men. Have you seen Up in the Air? Yeah, like four times. God damn it. You've, you've have, seen everything. Have you not seen Up in the Air? No. Oh, dude, it's so good. Jason Rayton scorned me on that one, though. He didn't include me in the cast. Yeah, how dare he? One of his true regs. Oh, Community is on here, too. Community just bounces around the platform. Yeah. <laughs> We're on Yahoo Stream. We're on Hulu. <laughs> Catch us on Crave. Oh, my God. Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares. I didn't know that was on here. There goes my evening. Okay, so Glass is on Crave. Um, <laughs> it's it's also available. Have. You can rent it on the Cineplex app for $4.99. I'm not opposed to that, to be honest. Uh, Will and Grace. Dude, I'm, like, I, I'm super down for Glass. Okay, if you want to do it. I'm down for that too. Oh wait, have you seen um Upgrade? Uh oh yeah, but that's the one we talked about before with uh directed by the guy who did Invisible Man. Yeah, exactly. The Lee Wen. Yeah, the director and it's like the I, I don't know much about it, but I know he gets like upgradable weapons on his body or something like that. Is that on any of these platforms? Oh, it's on Crave and you can rent <sighs> it from Cineflex for four ninety nine. <laughs> Crave, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Is there a Crave, Crave free trial? Crave building up a huge base right now. There is a Crave free trial, Anthony, but I used it for Game of Thrones, so I don't uh, have one anymore. Well, I could use it. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Just rent it from Cineflex? I'll transfer you the two fifty, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you actually take it as well. Oh yeah, you know I'd come and collect that for sure. <laughs> Probably spend five bucks in gas just to come and get it from me. You know yeah. what, man? The more I look at them, I think that upgrade is just going to be a bit more of a rollicking adventure and i think i'm more down for upgrade yeah agreed i think uh i think we need something a bit more mindless a bit more fun especially right now so yeah and something that doesn't have like the burden of a like being a sequel would be nice yeah that's true you can just jump in jump out watch it when you want um but i think movies like this are kind of dying these like high concept you know what it reminds me of crank yeah it's got crank vibes for sure yeah sort of like a big a big high concept and just like run with that concept and explore it all the way through yeah like, um, I don't know if you ever heard of the movie Hardcore Henry. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but... I think uh, I think Guns Akimbo was trying to trying to do the same thing before the director fell off the rails. Uh, okay. All right, Almond, I'm going to give you five minutes. I want you to come back to me with an opening and closing scene. All right, consider it done. See you in five. Okay, Almond, uh, what do you got for me? All right, so... Upgrade, written and directed by Lee Wennell, starring mm. uh, our budget Tom Hardy, Logan Marshall Green. <laughs> I had to yeah. slip that one in there. Yeah. Um, okay, Anthony, are you ready for some fast questions? Yeah, I'm ready. Hit me. Question number one. Yep. 
Will he be an anti-hero, villain, or hero? I think he's definitely a good guy. Um, I think like the AI that he kind of gets implanted in him is going to have like more anti-hero objectives, but he's just like, we have to do the right thing. Okay, so you think the, the AI, do you think the AI is the true villain in the end then? Uh, no, I think, I think it's, again, speaking of budget, Tom Hardy, I think it's very similar to the Venom kind of dynamic where like, okay, so they, they kind of want the same thing. They want the same thing, but their like methods of getting there are different. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they're not going to trust this guy with a with a property. Let's be real. <laughs> All right. Question two: How many wife yep. flashback scenes are we going to get? <laughs> Three. Uh, and final question: Final fast. Question. One will involve a supermarket. I guarantee you. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. All right. Question three: Will yep. the movie end with him still having his upgrades? Uh, I've got that's one of my predictions. Uh, I think that by by the end he keeps he keeps a couple couple to get a beer from the fridge when he needs one. <laughs> <laughs> like you think he's done and then he's like pass me a beer babe and he's like yeah <laughs> a little wink to the camera credit roll yeah, little, like 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 magnet hands or something yeah exactly. <laughs> like an out of date like pop rock song plays in the credits you know oh that. my god <laughs> okay i got some uh i got an opening scene for you here okay but well you guys sing me the jingle even though you're not okay. here sing it pay me that opening scene what what oh my god <laughs> i'm switching it up that was brutal <laughs> All right, here's my opening scene. Main character is, like, talking to his girlfriend on the phone. He's like, yeah, I'll see you tonight, babe. Dinner. Uh, and then he, like, goes to play basketball with his friends. And, like, he's decent at everything. But, like, all his friends are, like, a little bit better than him at, like, guarding. A little bit better at dribbling. A little faster. He gets, he get, he gets picked last on the team. Yeah, he's kind, he's kind of the runt of the rec league. Um, and we just <laughs> see that, like, physically he's just, like, not there. Uh, and then we cut to like scientific lab where like the bad stuff's happening. Okay, mine's a little different here. My opening scene is uh, we get this down and out loser with his disproportionately hot partner. Yeah. Going for like a. Uh, How long a am I going to wait walk. for you to grow up? Yeah, exactly. They're going on like a nature walk with their dog. They're kind of talking about having kids and whatnot. Mm. Uh, but within the first like three minutes, uh, we're going to see her get shot and he's oh, going to okay. get paralyzed. The so mugging will happen right like instantly. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, I was kind of tempted to go down that route, but especially with a runtime, I think you're probably you have a higher odds of being right. But I thought mm-hmm. I that just popped into my head, so I thought I'd go with it. Yeah, and I could see him like maybe coming back to the basketball court about halfway through the movie, yeah, exactly. and he's like, "I don't want these powers anymore," and he just like uses them to just yeah, exactly. dunk on his friends, just draining. <laughs> <laughs> and I also got a uh, oh yeah, that that was actually my closing scene was the the fridge magnet trick. I think that's like kind of oh, okay, nice. like a new girl. And she's like, pass me a yep. And he's, he just moves on that quickly. Like, yeah. The Looney Tunes like circle thing closes on his head and then he like does the <laughs> wink and then it continues closing. <laughs> okay. You got any, uh, you got uh, any predictions for me? Yeah, I do. Um, I think that, well, as we get to that third act, there's going to be a part where he has to go confront the main villain. Who's kind of like a budget guy Pierce or like a Steve Buscemi type guy. Um, okay, the yeah, guy's yeah. kind of responsible for like the death of his girlfriend. Um, but I think mm-hmm. him and the AI will kind of be disagreeing over like how to do it or like maybe he can rescue someone else or there's like two objectives and he has to overpower mm-hmm. the AI and like do what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think we'll see some kind of conflict where he ends up winning. Maybe he loses the first time and the second time and the third time he like overpowers and he becomes the boss, kind of like a, a man and his horse type situation. Okay, yeah, that's not bad. I got something similar here. I think uh, I wrote down okay. uh, at the at the end here, we're going to get a moment of self-reflection and he kind of like is over, able to overpower this chip, and uh, he'll he'll spare the villain or the, the uh, bad guy's life. Kind okay, of. that's actually yeah. really good. And then I think um, we're inevitably gonna have our moment where 
there's a guy towards the beginning in a coffee shop that's like being really rude to the the poor young girl that works there and he just kind of doesn't yeah. do anything and then he goes back there and just like beats the fucking shit out of this guy oh yeah yeah for sure like he's down to like rough him up a bit but then the ai just kind of takes over and like puts him in the hospital basically for sure yeah Actually, what? I, think, didn't, I um, didn't want to do that. I'm so sorry. Do you think that the people who that make the chip, the AI chip, are related to the death of his wife at all? Mm, yeah, I think I think so. It, it just, yeah, you've for, got this movie in your pocket. Exactly. It's got to be. It's got to. It's gonna be full circle. The whole thing was set up or something like that. Yeah, we always knew it would be you. Oh fuck. You're destined for great things. I'm not destined for shit. Uh, if anything, I'm, I am excited for some Lee Wendell camera work. I think we saw some of that in the Invisible Man hospital scene, kind of tracking with the movements. Um, yeah, that's what know, I really as, want. As, I want as, that as someone of... falls, we're going to vertically fall with the camera as well. So I think that will be nice. Yeah, totally. I think we're going to get like a breakneck pace, like a really fast mm. moving. I just hope it doesn't get boring. Like I hope they continue to reinvent the concept as the movie goes yeah, on. Yeah, I think, I think you, you were saying the concept is kind of like these these upgrades kind of happen throughout the movie so hopefully that will kind of keep me interested as like oh what's what's the next upgrade what's the next upgrade so i'm kind of excited to see uh, where they go with that yeah which is kind of like if you think about it there's a lot of similarities between this and a lot of video games so do you think we'll kind of mm-hmm. get like a video game soundtrack or style or a homage or references to video games or is it just a coincidence yeah maybe like there's like that the neighborhood kid is like hey this is just like that tomb raider game or something like mm-hmm. that yeah okay all right i'm pretty excited to watch this now yeah i'm excited i'm gonna kick back put my feet up and uh, rent this on the cineplex store yeah it's too bad that we can't be together but as as we've been saying social distancing isn't going to stop us for sure so uh i will not see you but i'll speak to you in three two one Anthony, we are now back. I'm telling you, I don't want to do the podcast, man. Do the podcast now, otherwise Omen will be suspicious. (laughs) Omen will be suspicious. We are back from watching Upgrade remotely, and uh, should we just start off with a quick rating uh, on the count of three? Okay, let's let's three, two, one this together. Ready? Three, two, two, one, one, six point five. Oh, fuck, eh? Big discrepancy there. Fucking hell. Oh, jeez. Uh, okay, before we get into that, let's just uh, brush over some predictions quickly here. Sure. Um, <clears throat> so just to recap the fast questions, I asked you if you would be an anti-hero, villain, or a hero, and you said hero. Mm-hmm. Um, and spoilers moving on from here. I guess that's kind of true. The the character yeah. Grey himself was sort of like a hero or tried to be a hero, right? Yeah, he never really strayed too far. He never, he never fell for the vengeance. He never like became evil or his motives were always kind of pure i guess mm-hmm. and will the movie end with him still having his upgrades eh, kind of right yeah i can't give myself anything for that yeah fair enough um we did have a moment of self-reflection at the end where he tr- he tries to spare a life you know he kind of fights it a bit yeah the whole i, I definitely want to take a ding for that the conflict with like himself like yeah. moving the gun around um exactly and, and you definitely nailed the the conflict between stem and gray kind of how stem tries to overpower him and that kind of thing the yeah and the whole sort of, the venom comparison was was pretty similar yeah from the fucking looks too christ that guy looks like I Tom know. Hardy. Even I, I it was so jarring, man. He's like, "Oh, this is that Tom Hardy guy, right?" I'm like, "No, it's not." <laughs> he's like, "Oh, that sucks." <laughs> I think this guy, like, he's got some acting chops, though. Like, especially this movie kind of had a bit of a some revenant scenes where, like, 
the main character is kind of just incapacitated. So you're just kind of, all they can do is act with their eyes. Um, and I feel yeah, like he did yeah. a good job with that. I actually, I felt the opposite. I thought he was like a trash actor. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then, like his like tone, his voice, like you couldn't hear like poor inflection. And I felt like I had no, no emotion behind what he said. And I just didn't really care. Oh, okay. Cause I even have written here. Okay. Maybe, maybe so much with his voice acting, but I do think his like face acting, especially when him, when he was paralyzed and his wife was shot. Just kind of that, yeah. that look of like despair on his face, I thought was quite powerful. Yeah, that's fair enough. And when he was like breaking down, when his mom was like trimming his beard, that was actually, yeah. That that actually did give me a little bit. That did give me a little bit. Yeah, give this guy an Oscar. Fuck off. <laughs> no, okay, well, we're not talking that level. But I'm basically, I've got kind of scatterbrained notes here, so I just want to run through a few things with you and get get your feedback and your thoughts. Yeah, for sure. Um, I thought start. Start was pretty amazing. Wasn't really the universe I was expecting. Like I didn't realize. It was no, so for sure. I, I was expecting present day. Yeah. It yeah. It was definitely had like uh, dread and RoboCop kind of vibes. Yeah, and like the world felt like pretty well realized. Like the design of the cars, the city, the the touch mm-hmm, screen. Mm-hmm. It all felt kind of seamless. I guess. Um, yeah, for sure. So I liked that. Um, I thought they used the modern technology, like not just visually, but like used it really creatively, like when they're making out in the car and it's on auto drive and it's like, please put your seatbelt on. Like, I thought that was kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Um, yeah, like the yeah. brake twice to take it over was kind of cool. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Some really cool use of technology in the movie. Mm-hmm. I, but to that, that whole, like, he hates technology thing, that felt so forced and crazy. Oh, dude, I have that written down. I have slightly on the nose with the not liking technology, like, making muscle cars and, like, being all Yeah, exactly. He's all, like, he's all rough. He's got, like, grease stains on his shirt. <laughs> he's, all, he's all about his tools. <laughs> yeah. But I guess, in retrospect, the twist kind of answers that because Stem chose someone that wasn't into technology and had no implants or anything. Yeah, but still, they didn't they didn't need to keep saying it. Like yeah, that, his enough. whole his whole character was that, right? I was surprised there was never like a can't we just read a book? I'm so done with this Kindle. <laughs> you and your apps. <laughs> you know, they used to uh, change the TV with the by touching the front of the TV. What? Um, what, did, thought, what did you what did you think of their relationship? She seemed kind of like she seemed kind of like snooty like she wasn't really that into him was that just me? yeah that's exactly what i have to say i was like that relationship doesn't seem that close like it was, he was he was like being a little like disrespectful to her like being yeah like rude. she didn't really want to go with him to this place yeah and, like, like <laughs> take an interest take an interest in your husband's things <laughs> she didn't give a fuck take He's an like, interest in your husband's things it's true man he's so excited he got this muscle car working and she's like i'm gonna yeah. pretend like that i don't know what shit. any of that means it's like fuck off <laughs> he's clearly paying the bills but then the same for him he's like you know i don't get anything you do all your technology mumble yeah. jumble. like there's no way you two are married it's like they're on the verge of like breakup almost yeah exactly <laughs> fair enough one really cool there's a couple cool scenes here just the way the movie was shot obviously like the the fight scenes yeah. and the camera movement was definitely quite a standout lee wendell um, really making a name for himself with that eh? yeah for sure and like i thought this was like a better directed movie and a bit more complete and satisfying than the invisible man like i probably preferred this i would say yeah i could see that i think the invisible man like they kind of wanted to do horror but also do this and they would have been better off if we if they just stuck with horror and then left the action to upgrade and and that's what we got with upgrade and i think we touched on that a bit right yeah exactly and like the little moments like when stem makes him draw the thing from memory and it's just like skin like drawing so perfectly and so quickly Mm -hmm. i thought that was really Mm -hmm. sick um yeah 
loved the first the first big kill like when he murders that guy oh with the dude that sword. was so brutal i have it written down jesus that knife death yeah that really stood out to me i was just like wow this movie's got like got a lot of guts it's got some bravado um mm-hmm. and i think nothing accentuates that more than the th- the reason i give the movie such a high rating is you're right like it's got some flaws like the acting's not incredible it's kind of mm-hmm. cheesy but just the ending mm-hmm. i love I felt like the twist was genuinely like, I mean, it had crossed my mind like, oh, is STEM just kind of orchestrating this whole thing? But mm-hmm. I thought that the way they revealed it and the way it all tied together was pretty clever. And then instantly it goes for the really ballsy ending where like STEM just completely wins and just locks the protagonist away in his own mind. And it was just such a yeah, dark, like ominous that. ending. And it really yep. like made it stand out for me. Yeah. And I agree with that. I do love a dark ending. I mean, I hate when they take the easy way out. Everything's all happy in the end. Um, one thing with the ending that maybe I would have liked to see is if he actually, I guess this kind of contradicts what I literally just said, but if he had actually like <laughs> maybe sh- shot himself in the neck and like kind of put him in this like vegetative state and then they, um, like, you know, the, the police officer and whatever, they like set him up with VR and it's the same kind of ending where he's all happy, but it's through VR and STEM doesn't win. I mean, maybe I wouldn't have rather seen that, but that's just another direction they could have gone. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe you should get in touch with the writers and, and make them sort of redo it because I think oh my God. clearly you've got the better. The better. <laughs> Is that all? That's all you could respond with? Fuck. You're, hey, you're, buddy, you're lucky. You're lucky you're doing this remote, all right? <laughs> you gonna stem my ass with some weird kung fu? <laughs> uh, there was what, the second fight scene um, when he like kind of says like, "Okay, Sam, take over," and he like pops up. He's like, "Hey, how are you?" And I was like, that instant cockiness. Like he went from just like throwing up after he cut some guy's head in half yeah. and now he's just like super down to just fuck people up uh, i didn't like that and that that goes to like i just didn't like the actor to be honest mm, yeah he was never really able to sell and i don't think the the script explored enough like him i wanted to at least see him enjoy the vengeance a little bit because i mean mm-hmm. this guy killed your wife and he's like oh we just killed this guy like and i feel like i would have enjoyed him to at least dabble a bit more with the dark side and kind of enjoy the power Cause like, I mean, yeah. you've been in this vegetative state for all this time. Like, let's see you enjoy this feeling a little bit. Mm-hmm. You just seem mm-hmm. constantly like worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say my biggest issue with the movie, uh, was honestly yep. like the, the female detective character. Yeah. Like, uh. She was just so much more obsessed with like catching him than she ever was with actually solving the original murder that's in the just, first yeah, place. Yeah, that's exactly it. Three months later now she's like hot on his case like come on yeah like she hasn't lifted a finger and then all of a sudden she wants to like take this guy down at the end he's like look i know i've done this but this is the guy who's like behind it she's like i don't care get down it's like why do you hate this guy so much yeah like her first interrogation when he's like in the garage he's like we're gonna stab me in the leg she's like maybe i will and i was like yeah and then she's just trying to buy his car like yeah she's just a very unbelievable character and i was happy when she died (laughs) (laughs) you get flamed for that yeah i just really didn't enjoy that um, Did you see um, when that like tech guy came to the hospital with a mask and uh, uh, budget Tom Hardy was like, hey, man, you're not going to catch bird flu. Pretty topical for right now. Yeah, totally. That did actually cross my mind. I just didn't think to write it down. But yeah, that's true. I was going to say, like, I think the the plot was very surface level. But I think maybe that's what we kind of said we wanted in the pre-show there. Just like a just an action movie to kind of lay back and relax like this movie doesn't doesn't challenge the viewer in any way um maybe you could argue the ending with, with its twists and turns maybe but i don't think you're gonna get anything more than uh, like a fast and furious type great action movie yeah and like i didn't think they they overdid the action it wasn't like mm-hmm. action over story like it definitely tried with the story 
but yeah for it, sure it made you kind of appreciate the action when it came because it didn't just like it wasn't sort of like john wick where it almost becomes a bit too much um yeah yeah, yeah. having it said that like kind of... i do think john wick is obviously like a better franchise than this but i kind of like the balance of action to story yeah i agree with that it, it didn't it didn't overkill it it made you kind of like the godzilla thing where they don't show too much Godzilla, just make you want it a bit more. Yeah, and like I thought that I liked that it was like rated R, and it like definitely committed to that. Like when he's torturing, torturing that guy in the bathroom. Oh yeah, that, that was gross. Yeah, it was just like it. It really started falling into that vigilante kind of era, and I'm almost thinking to myself like I'd love to see this kind of character in like a like a Marvel kind of universe, or maybe as like a Spider-Man villain or something. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Just because I like the dynamic. I mean, this kind of like that Doc Ock almost. Uh, I guess they've kind of done it. Never mind. It's kind of like kind of like Punisher, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just I like the gun and the hand thing, and like kind of bio advanced, and but mm-hmm. yeah, I guess Doc Ock is, is pretty much that really. Chip takes over. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. So I actually have uh, one trivia question for you. Oh, hit me. Name both of the tech companies. Uh, fuck. Uh, Cobalt. Yeah. And v- Venel Varus. Very close. What is it? Vessel. Vessel. Fuck. Yeah, I thought Cobalt was the was the better name. Oh yeah. But yeah, overall. Do you think do you think we'll ever get like a um award show but only for vi- movies released on streaming platforms? Now, I actually don't think this was released just on streaming, but just to back to our streaming conversation. Um maybe I'd be interested. It seems like they've all over, already kind of invaded the Oscars, so mm-hmm. I, But do you I think, think there'd ever be like a movement to separate them? Uh I don't I don't think I don't think we should. I don't see the point in that. Like I think streaming is just kind of demanding respect so i think mm-hmm. just to split away would kind of i get that it's kind of an fu we'll do our own thing but ultimately i'd prefer to see everyone just kind of accept like you know certain content works better for streaming and if the money and audience is there we'll do it there if it's better for theaters we'll do it in theaters but ultimately like still cinema um so i'd just prefer if, the, if, it, if it was all together yeah all right fair enough yeah it's an interesting thought like maybe It'd be cool to see like Netflix maybe within their own platform do like an audience vote kind of thing. So it's like, oh, oh okay, like, what, yeah. what's the best thing of the year? Like, what do you want to see? It'd be cool if they were like, we're gonna do another season of this or this. Like, what would you rather see more of? Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I Stranger could see Netflix. Things. Yeah, just getting more interactive, getting the getting the fans involved more would be cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I guess now I feel kind of done with my eight rating. Every time I talk to you about a movie, I always like it less. <laughs> 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 hey, oh, then. Okay, what did you like better and what was a better movie, Venom? Oh, it was this? better than Venom for sure. And did you enjoy it more than Venom? Yeah, significantly more. See, I, I'm the other way. I thought Venom was just better. I mean, it, and it had a higher budget. The set pieces were way more like intriguing. This was definitely like, you know, CD bar, bathroom stall, that kind of thing. Yeah, I just found like the action was really poor in Venom. Like it was just a lot of really boring CGI and like the the bike chase had no tension and uh, watching yeah, two cgi blobs fight each other just like not the, really the goop fight at the end eh? <laughs> yeah I'm like what the fuck am i watching just can't track it at all <laughs> yeah they're both like black and it takes place at night i'm like this is so dumb it's like watching an apple like a max screensaver <laughs> <laughs> also, did you notice the like the blonde CEO of that company was like a really shitty mix of uh, Remy Malik and um, uh, Dane DeHaan? <laughs> Dude, I was just about to say he was like a shitty Dane DeHaan. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to be Remy Malik with the wide open eyes and like the head tilt, like yeah, the the open mouth <laughs> and like the I really proper way of speaking. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I had never thought about that. Is that inappropriate? I don't interact with many people. <laughs> Isn't that the question of the day? Oh, there it is. Yeah. Fuck. We'll call him uh, 
Yeah, Dane Malik. <laughs> the <Nike>. Rami Dawn. <laughs> yeah. But all in all, would you recommend uh, upgrade to the viewers here, the listeners? Yeah, I was thinking about that. I would say I just paid five ninety nine for it to rent it. Um, I wouldn't quite go that far if it pops up mm-hmm. on one of these primes, Netflix or whatever is up there, then I would definitely recommend watching it on a streaming platform. But I, I wouldn't say it's worth like a separate rent. Yeah, not worth the rent, eh? No, but I thought it was really imaginative and fresh. Like I felt like I hadn't seen, I've seen bits and pieces of it in other movies, but overall, mm-hmm. like I think it was a pretty new spin on something. And especially the, the yeah. twist, it was nice to see that it didn't wilter and get really boring in the third act. It kind of stayed strong. Mm-hmm, yeah. And it was almost like a, like a quite like a quadruple twist and uh, I think people will really or action fans will really enjoy the the camera work as well yeah I mean the camera work is worth watching even if you just want to go on YouTube and watch the fight scenes like I, w- I wouldn't say that's like yeah. you're not missing as long as you're watching it, watching more. it on like a you know large screen a little bit louder yeah totally um, but yeah solid solid work from from Lee went all in the team yeah Cool, man. Well, it's been nice catching up with you. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully uh, you're staying safe and everyone else is staying safe. Yeah, everyone out there, I hope this can provide just a little bit, pass the time a little bit for you, a bit of entertainment, um, make you feel connected. And yeah, hopefully we don't have to do too many more remote episodes, but we'll. I think we should keep doing this until we can go back to the movies. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. Give some people some, some content and then to pass the time, like you said. Cool. All right, man. Well, until next time, I've been Anthony. I've been Uman. This was Upgrade and the stay-at-home special before and after the movies. Yeah, thanks for listening. All right, we'll see you soon. Anthony, please shut down the podcast. <laughs>